the righteousness of faith. Father, thank you once again for your word of truth, your word of righteousness, your word of faith, your word of grace. Father, we expect to hear from you through your word right now as we open up the scriptures in Jesus' name. Now open with me to Romans chapter 4, and we're going to answer some more aspects of the question, what righteousness is. Righteousness is. Righteousness is. Righteousness exists. Righteousness is who you are. And remember last time we were talking that righteousness is a free gift of grace. It's received through faith. It makes you a new creation in Christ Jesus, which is maintained by faith in the blood of Jesus and its oneness with the Father. It's a relationship. It's a covenant relationship. Hallelujah. Now, chapter 4, verse 1 what shall we say then that Abraham our father as pertaining to the flesh has found? For if Abraham were declared righteous or justified by works, by what he did, his behavior, his actions, everything that he could have possibly worked for, he has whereof to glory or to boast or to brag, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God. Abraham had faith in God. He trusted in God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that works is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that works not, but believes on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Righteousness is by faith. Righteousness is a grace gift. Righteousness is not a wage you earn. Righteousness is a gift you receive. Righteousness is what took out ungodliness and wickedness and sin and routed it out, drove it away as far as the east is from the west, and that's the new creation, the new species of being you now are as a new man. Don't look at your physical body to determine this. Look in the Bible to see who you are on the inside. This is who you are. You are the righteousness, the very correctness, the exactness, the very image and likeness of the Creator Himself and of Jesus Christ, His Son. That is profound. Don't let this get past you too quickly. Think about this. The very Creator of heaven and earth, the very One that made everything and causes everything to work together is your Father. Is your Father. You are His offspring and you are like Him. You are like him. You're not him, but he's training you and raising you and correcting you and perfecting you and developing you to operate and to function like him in many ways under him through Jesus who is your head. We are the body. Righteousness. It's not something we can boast about. It's something we praise and worship him for. It's something we fear him with and we honor him and respect him with this and we endeavor to live like, think like, and exist like who we are. This is our 
nature and we identify with who we are and out of the abundance of that identity of our heart the mouth will speak and good things will come to pass now verse 6 says even as David also describes the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputes righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Comes this blessedness upon the circumcision only or upon the uncircumcision also? For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. Now look at this. The righteous are the ones that are blessed. Those that have been declared righteous are blessed. The blessing rests on the righteousness. The blessing is in those that are righteous. Righteousness is the foundation upon which the blessing is bestowed. You are a receiver of the blessing of God, the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ, the blessing that he began to pronounce back in the garden of be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion. He spoke it again to Noah. He spoke it to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. He spoke it to David. He spoke it to Jesus. And he's, Jesus has spoken it to you. Jesus Christ, it says in Acts chapter 3, was raised from the dead to bless you. Well, when he was raised from the dead, and you believe that he was raised from the dead, you were made righteous, and that blessing <clears throat> manifested on you. That blessing can now be contained by you and received by you. An unrighteous sinful being, an old man, cannot contain that blessing. The blessing is too big. The blessing is too powerful. The blessing is too wonderful and extraordinary for an unrighteous man to operate in it because it operates in the realm of faith and grace and love and purity and in oneness with the Father, not independent from him, but righteousness is dependent upon him. You cannot be who you are without him. The very fact that you are righteous means that you're joined to him. He didn't make you something and then just set you free and just you're off on your own. You'll never again be on your own. You are one spirit with him whom you're joined to. You're at one meant atonement, reconciliation, restored to favor, brought into right relationship with him. In the household of faith, are you understanding this, that his blessing, his empowerment, his ability is on you to do like he do and to maintain what he gave you through gift? Blessing, blessing, ability, power, strength, that which causes multiplication, that which causes fruitfulness, that which gives you the ability to dominate the earth, not other men. No, the church dominates the earth. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue the earth, and have dominion in Jesus' name. We are the dominating ones. We don't force ourselves on other men. We work by the power of the Holy Spirit through prayer, and we believe God to change the hearts of men that are not following this blessing, that are not following his ways and following his truth. And we do our part, and we dominate in our own homes, and we pray and dominate in society by getting out there and doing 
doing what we're supposed to do and by sending our prayers out there and canceling and stopping and binding up the works of the devil and witchcraft and all that wickedness that's out there. But I'm telling you this, that when you were made righteous, you now became able to house, to hold this blessing. And this blessing now flows through your hands. It flows through your feet. It flows through your thoughts. It flows through your ideas, the way you think, the things you do succeed. You prosper financially. You prosper in your health. You're strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You have the ability to stand against the devil himself and all of his mess. You're in this world, but you're not of this world. They may be experiencing all kinds of nasty things, but when you follow hard after God, when you stay in communication with Him and allow His blessing and and receive from Him how to operate in this blessing, you don't have to do what the world does. You don't have to go down with the world. You certainly don't have to depend on them. You can be in this world and not of this world. You can be operating in this world and functioning out there in the world, having interactions without doing it the way they do it, without depending upon them for the operation of it. The Lord will show you. Now look this, verse 8. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Will not. Will not. That's a double negative. Will not by any means ever, never, ever will the Lord impute or charge sin against those that are righteous and blessed. He won't do it. He won't do it. Sin will never be charged against you. That doesn't mean lasciviousness. That doesn't mean passivity. That doesn't mean just go on and not really care or not take any account of your actions. It's quite the opposite. In the fear of the Lord and the love of God will motivate you to do right, to be right, to think right, to act right. And if, (laughs) when you do sin, when you do miss the mark, when you do act like the old man, when you do react to something that's wrong and do it in a wrong way, remember, he will not charge that sin against you, but you come to him for correction and you receive your direction from him. And if you need to forgive or you need to repent or you need to Uh, make right with other people, you do that. But as far as your relationship with the Lord God Almighty goes, he will not charge that sin against you. In other words, he's not going to punish you. He'll train you and he'll teach you, but he will not punish you for sin. Now, this blessing is upon who? Those that are circumcised or those that are uncircumcised? (laughs) Whoever has faith, the righteousness of God was given, and the blessing is on the righteous. How was it then reckoned? Was it when he, Abraham, was in circumcision or uncircumcision? No, not when he was circumcised, not when he already had a covenant mark. That's what circumcision is, a covenant seal. We'll get to that in verse 11. He received the sign or the token or the mark of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had when he didn't have the sign of circumcision, the mark of circumcision, so that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed to unto them also. Also, also, 
Let's keep going. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be made heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect, because the law works wrath for where there is no law, there is no transgression. There's no transgression. You're not under the law. You're under grace. You're not under a set of rules and ordinances left to yourself, like the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which Adam and Eve ate of, saying, yeah, we'll decide for ourselves. We'll, we'll experience ourselves right from wrong, and we'll make our own way, and we'll do it independently. No, it is of faith, so that it might be by grace, absolutely dependent upon the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit and his living word which is living inside of you and the angels of God that have been given charge over you to keep you in all of your ways as ministering spirits for those that are heirs of salvation you that have been saved from sin and iniquity and death I'm telling you that you are the righteousness of God the blessing is upon you it's of faith it's of promise it's because he said so not because you did so and when you believe what he said instead of putting faith in what you did you will be and you will experience and you will have what he gave you the righteousness which is of faith are you understanding me are you following this Go back to Romans chapter 4. Read these things for yourself. The blessing is on those that are righteous. The Father himself will not punish you for sin, but you must be corrected. You have to be corrected. You will mature. Now this righteousness is not for any particular special group. It's for all people on this planet from anywhere to anywhere, from the top of the world to the bottom, all the way around the middle and everywhere in between. This is available to all them that believe, all them that believe Jesus, all them that believe and have faith in his blood and what he did. And this is a promise from the Father. And that promise and that blessing gave the inheritance of the world to Abraham and to his seed. And Galatians 3 lets us know that if you are Christ, if you are born of the Father through Christ Jesus, you are Abraham's seed and heir according to the promise that you would inherit the world. The world and the system and everything in it is our inheritance. We're to go out there and we're to dominate with the blessing and with prayer and with dominion and authority and do right because right conquers unright. Light is stronger than darkness. The blessing is more powerful than the curse. Hallelujah. This is the righteousness which is of faith. So righteousness is where the blessing rests. Righteousness is a place of security from the demon and the devil and all the influences of sin and the sin nature. That old man is gone. It's given as a free gift. Hallelujah. And it comes by promise. Righteousness is by promise, not by wage. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of righteousness by faith brought eternal life unto you through your Lord Jesus 
Christ. You are the righteousness of God, you that believe in Jesus. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.